Welcome to Reality Hunt Club. In this webisode, I'm back at it bow hunting. It's the weekend after opening weekend. And uh, opening weekend, I couldn't hunt Sway because all my stands that were in his core area were not good for a west wind. And boy, we had a predominant west wind that opening weekend. And so um, I'm going after Sway because he's, he's my number one buck on the, my bow list. Now, he's not the biggest deer I ever killed. Um, he's not the most massive deer. But he's just a good four and a half year old that we've been watching for three years and I wanted to shoot him with my bow. Especially considering I've never killed a big buck like that in the bow. Plus all the prep work. Plus, you know, besides me and Chuck, he's the star of Reality Hunt Club. So I thought I'd go after him during bow season and, um, and you know, it'd be a good challenge. I tell you, having this video of Sway shot with his Moultrie M80 just makes it more intimate and better than a boring on trail camera photo. You can just see how he acts and reacts. Now, like I said previously, I went into this hunt knowing that I was going to hunt in four evenings as long as the wind stayed out of the west, in which it, stayed, it was predominantly out of the east, northeast and east and stuff like that. So the first evening, I sat here and all I saw was a fawn and a mother. Now this spot, I've had trail camera photos of him for the last month where he'd been coming to this feeder right at dark in pretty, pretty predominant now. And, um, this is the second evening, and I had a little bit more activity. Um, so I, I was in this spot, and I knew he was going to come here eventually if I just put my time in. And um, so this is the second evening. Some pretty good video, and it's such a tight, it's such a tight spot where um, I'm only about 15 feet in the air because the trees I own is not is only about this big. It's almost too small to be sitting in but just big enough to support my weight and not feel in danger of course I got my hunter safety vest on and all that but um so this is a um a fawn and at the feeder that we had the day before and this is a little four point come in and um he's wanting to go to feeder but believe it or not the fawn keeps him off the feeder which is kind of weird um let me see you can hear him he snorts he snorts and um, he starts having real, real weird body contraption type thing where his back legs are shaking. It's almost like he's got a, um, a disease or something. But watch what he does right here. This is kind of weird. This is the only reason I put it in. We'll get to my sway encounter in just a minute. But look how his body starts twitching. It's almost like he's got a nervous epileptic fit or something. And then he blows and goes off, but it's just weird. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. I don't know if it's because of the the body language or the posturing or what, but I don't know. I'm gonna send this to a game biologist and ask him or something. I don't know if it's just a nervous twitch or weird. So I thought that was pretty interesting to show. Now, from the deer stand to the feeder is 25 yards. Now, 15 feet in the air. So, I'm pretty, it's pretty intimate with these deer. Right on top of them. So, anyway, the fourth evening, he came in. Third evening, nothing really happened. The fourth evening, he came in. I just showed you an era, and it's getting dark. Getting dark fast. And as you can see, there he is. He's barely behind all that debris. Now the camera's out a little bit and I'm in. 
So when he gets to the spot, there's a one little limb there, but I could I could shoot under it, okay? So here we go. So actually what's gonna happen is there's a little buck that comes behind me and the wind's blowing into my face. And so the little buck's underneath the tree stand and he somewhat knows I'm there and I can't draw, I can't draw on Sway because he's, I'm not, I know he's looking right out of me out of the corner of my eye. See, there's my shot and it was clear. Now listen. You can hear him. Alright, you can hear him right underneath me, right? You can hear him footsteps. Did you hear him blow? That's him blowing. When he blew, he stepped forward a little bit. Now, he's still behind me and my bow's in my lap. And I'm afraid I can't draw on him because he'll blow and he'll get away and he'll be spooked. And I won't be able to hunt him in the future. So what I did was I decided not to shoot him. Um, it's really getting dark. I'm trying to zoom in where you can see him. And... Um, just the best video I got and um, I shot in deer late in the evenings and I've shot him in the gut because of it couldn't see the pins and that's 25 yards I just didn't want to take a chance and lose this deer if um, the buck would have been underneath me I think I could have eased my bow up and shot and made that shot it was enough light for me to shoot him it just wasn't very good camera light so I made the decision not to shoot him and um, it was tough but you can still see him moving around. And I still hear that little buck. I don't know if he's still looking at me or what. Now if I had a rifle or a gun or a crossbow, even a crossbow, where all I had to do was ease up and shoot, I could have killed him at any time. Any time. But I want to shoot him with a bow. Of course, it's only bow season too. Of course, he, supposed, he was supposed to come from the left side, where I thought he was bedding. And, of course, he came from the right side. You know, when you write these scripts out, these deer aren't very, um, they don't read the script, and they surely don't, they don't um, go by the scripts. They don't, they don't oblige. And um, that's how it goes. If it went by the script every time, I guess hunting would be kind of boring. So, <laughs> a great encounter. Um, I was a little upset. But, um, I was right there on him, 25 yards, just dark. I knew it was going to be dark. It's a four and a half year old buck. He's just not going to portray it. He's just not going to waltz in there. And here I am. You see, I got the corn pile right in front. And that would have been 15 yard shot. But, nope, he's going to go around the feeder. So, just didn't work out. So now the problem is, is um, it's getting late. How long am I going to sit up this tree so I don't scare him? <laughs> so one thing that's interesting, I'll show you this and we'll finish. You see that circle there? There's a trail camera right there. And, um... I pulled the cars when I got down, and this is actual photos of him 
at the feeder at the time I'm taking this video waiting for him to feed out so I can get down out of the tree stand. So, um, I thought this was pretty cool. I wanted to include this. This is him at, there as I'm videoing. He's getting these trail camera photos taken. So, um, he left out about 8.10. I gave him another good 20 minutes to get out of the woods. So, um, so um, I didn't get down to the end. See, I got down about 8.23. Actually, he left about 8.08, 8.09. So, I gave him a good 10, 15 minutes. So, anyway... Just thought I wanted to share my encounter with Sway. It was a very um, interesting hunt. Um, it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. Um, we're going up and we're going to hunt next week. And um, I'm going to give him another try. And see if I can come back and introduce you to Sway. Maybe I can get him with the bow. But uh, he didn't outsmart us. It was just bad luck. We were set up perfectly. We just had this little buck come behind us. And, um, boy, he pinned me down, and I couldn't do anything about it. So I hope you enjoy this. Um, don't laugh too hard at me, but it happens. This is hunting. This is why um, I go. So stay tuned. Maybe next episode I can introduce you to Sway. Maybe not. Maybe we'll have another um, encounter like this. But until then, um, thanks for watching Reality Hunt Club, and stay tuned for more episodes.